Hello, hello there. My name is Moira, my co-host Corey. We are The Real Guys, and this is The Real Show with two ears. Jump on your motorcycle, grab your whip, and jump on a train. Today we're taking on Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Very glad to do this uh-huh. with you, Corey. As always, I'm Corey, my co-host Corey. How are you doing today, Corey? I'm doing very well, thank you. And, I believe, when this comes out, uh-huh. to may, may technically not be, uh-huh. but I believe this is the first time we're recording a show where we're actually covering a film that is currently in cinemas. Is it? Will it still be in cinemas by the time this comes out? I don't know, because it's going to come out in about three weeks. Okay. Uh, I don't know when Indiana Jones is coming out of cinema run. Okay, it's August now. It's the start of August now. Um, but as of as of recording, it is currently in cinemas. Okay. Still, you can watch it as of recording. Amazing, recording. amazing. I watched it last last week on Tuesday. I, I just mean, watched it. We're still like a month late. Yeah, we're still a month late to it. Yeah. <laughs> but it but is in cinemas. It's yeah, you know, it's recent enough for us. Goodness me, recent enough for us. I mean, it's not a Barbie or an Oppenheimer. But no. we ever see a? Will we ever review Barbie or Oppenheimer? Uh, I want to. I want to, maybe. Might go watch them at some point. Yeah, might go watch them at some point. You seem like more of an Oppenheimer man, Corey. Than a Barbie I, man. I would go watch both. I'd if, watch both. But, but if, yes. I had, if I had to pick one, I think I would pick Oppenheimer. Oh, I think I'd pick Barbie. Wow. I'm a Margot Robbie fan. I'm a Margot Robbie fan. I like a good hard-hitting film. Okay. Makes me think. Nice. I feel like, I feel like Oppenheimer. Barbie. <laughs> yes. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Um, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Yep. Um, oh, you know, I've not plugged out. I've not plugged our socials. Yes, um, go on. YouTube. Where are uh, we? The Real Show. Uh, good, good question. Uh, I wish we were somewhere. Uh, <laughs> the, the Real Show on Twitter, Real Show FM, um, our audio podcasts, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you get podcasts, yep. uh, Android, wherever, we're there as well. Um, even if you just listen to Siren Radio on Lincoln, we get plugged all the time, apparently. <laughs> So just listen to us wherever. We're cool. We're pretty cool, I think. Sure. Dial of Destiny, uh, 2020, 2023. Oh, wow, it's good to see that again. Yep. See that that year. Uh, it's an action-adventure film by James Mangold, director of Logan or The Wolverine. You ever seen Logan or The Wolverine? I've not. I've seen, I've seen both. I've been meaning to watch Logan. Yeah, everyone, Logan Everyone great. goes on about it. Yeah, that's James Mangold. Yeah. Um, amazing. Um, co-wrote with Jez Butterworth and David Coop. David Coop, who's, who did um, Crystal Skull. Yep. And um, did he do Last Crusade? I don't know. Well, he's done one before. This is the fifth and final instalment in the Indiana Jones film series. Is that true? We'll discuss it. Yeah, we'll find out. Uh, starring the, the Harrison, Amaze the Great Harrison Ford, uh, John Reese davis Karen Allen reprising their roles. Yep. Uh, we've got Phoebe, we've got Phoebe Waller Bridge, we've got Antonio Banderas, we've got Toby Jones, we've, we've got Boyd Holbrook, we've got Ethan Isdor, and we've got Mads Mikkelsen, uh, and a, a fantastic cast. But obviously, we'll get on, we'll get on to them uh, pretty soon. Uh, when did you see this film, Corey? I saw this film uh, about two or three weeks ago, I believe. Okay, you saw it first out of us. I did. I was just sat at work enjoying my day. And then you strike up and say, I've seen Dial of Destiny. Well, and go, well, now I've got to see it. Yeah, so I... Now, normally, we don't review uh, current stuff. No, normally we don't. Um, I, I was talking to a friend, and they were like, let's go to the cinema. And they were like, right, you've got... In John Jones. Well, let me just say this first. Yeah. Normally, we're more of a throwback show. Yes. Like, normally, we're more of like, oh, here's something from 20 years ago. Here's something from 10 years ago. Here's something from early 2000s. Yep. That kind of stuff. Normally, we're not like a current, this is on in the cinema type yeah. person. Normally, we leave that to other shows. But um, 
uh, we're happy to cover something because we were doing the entire Indiana Jones series, start with the Raiders Lost Ark, just because Dark Destiny was going to be out. Soon, yes. We thought we'll cover Raiders, but then we thought, well, we'll just do Temple. We'll do Temple. It's yep. be easy after. We'll just do Last Crusade. We'll just do. And this became. We're just doing all of them now. Yes. Anyway, back to your story. You had two choices at the cinema. I had three, actually. Okay. Uh, so I watched this on the 11th of July. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there we go. You're an exact. Uh, to Not know exactly really, what but it was. Continue. Um, so I was talking to find a little right. Okay, you've got you've got Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. You've got uh, like what's it called, like Elements or something. The, Elementals. The, yeah, I think, the, or the Pixar one. And you've got that bomb. Um, that bomb. That in, so Insidious. So the new Insidious. Insidious. Out? Yeah, new Insidious. That's correct. Uh, and I, saw it. Yeah, and I was like, right. Well, one, I've never seen any of the other Insidious films, and so also like modern day horror isn't really my thing. No, no. Uh, <laughs> one, I forgot what Elementals was. Right. It's a. I know what it is now. Disney. It's about a fire, fire, fire boy and lava girl. Yeah, it's like fire, lava, air, and earth. Yeah, things. Water girl and lava boy. Yeah, and I was like, I don't know what it is. And I was like, I watched Indiana Jones because we're covering it now on a radio show. Good shout, Corey. And they were like, Yep, we'll do that. And we went and watched it. Elementals bombed anyway. That did so bad. Yeah, that sucked. And then I and then I told you I went. I've just seen it. I know, and I was like, (laughs) No, I've got to see it. So I made immediate plans (laughs) to see it the next week after on the Tuesday, and then I I turned up to that. That is my like one one cinema trip mm. of the year. Is it nice? <laughs> I don't nice. go often. Don't it's, go often. It's not cheap. It's not cheap. It's not cheap. Not in this neck of the woods. No, it's not. like fifteen pounds. Wait, you know what? I, you know how much money we paid. <laughs> go on. We played is it, nine. Is it, is we paid just n- tickets. Just tickets. Yeah. We paid nine pounds. I think five I th- pounds for about five pounds for each of us. I think if if you're gonna go because here, because unfortunately our insurance has meerkat movies ah. on it, so we're able to get. A discount on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Very nice. I, f- I believe for us, you're looking at like... Where did you go? The Odeon? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I went Odeon. Um... Oh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Nice. Oh, Mission Impossible. Yeah, Elemental. Elemental. Mm. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Oh, that's good. That is. Um, no, I went and... You you're probably looking at about like 15. Mm. 15 pounds-ish. Like, like mm. roughly... Yeah, no, we, we only paid for about ten, which we thought were great. Yeah. Five pound a five pound a ticket, not too bad, yeah. you know. Uh Meerkat movies, get yourself some Meerkat movies. I've got his doc I've got his autobiography, you know. It's like um it's like if I was gonna go watch uh how much oh, yeah, I can't find about really, can you? Uh check out Guest again. And there's so many good and there's so many good films coming out nowadays. If I was to go there's... watch Oppenheimer, it'd be about ten quid. Oh. Just by yourself. For by myself for like a, for a off peak time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and a standard seat, about 10 quid. Oh. And then obviously you get snacks and food. We got a pick and mix, actually, last time. We I thought they got a pick and mix. I thought they didn't have a pick and mix. Like no, we went to Wilco's and got oh, our own like, oh. big tour pick and mix. Okay. I went to, last time I went to Odium was with, um, what's his name, is it? Oh, I've forgotten what his name is. I'm sorry, this person. Um, I've forgotten your name completely. <laughs> Just out of my head. Uh, Liam. I went, sorry, go. yeah, I went with Liam, your mate. Um... I went with Liam for my birthday. He took me out for my, for my birthday. Wait, no, I saw, I saw you. I went with you in the day, didn't I? Yes. And then earlier that evening, when you went home, yep. uh, I went to uh, out with Liam to go and see No Time to Die in the Odeon. Very nice. Thank you. And two of our professors were there. So it was just nice. <laughs> um, uh, but yes, I, I went Odeon. I didn't, we didn't splurge and go every man. Okay. With a nice fancy seats. Uh, Indiana Jones and the Dark Destiny. We both saw it, as we just recounted in the cinema. Correct. Um, let's talk a bit about the plot. Yep. It's 1944, and the Nazis are back. 
The Nazis are back. Nazi number four, I'm sure, was there. Yeah. I love um, the fact that there seems to be a theme of Indiana Jones film. It's like, first one, Nazis. Second one, something else. Third one, Nazis. Fourth one, something else. Fifth one, Nazis. You can't have the Nazis in the next one. <laughs> yeah. Um, you got a gap. Yeah, a gap. In, in between each Nazi appearance. Yeah. You got, that's what I always say. There's got to be a gap between Nazis. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they're back, and they've captured um, Indiana Jones and Ar- Oxford archaeologist Basil Shaw, yep. played by Toby Jones, uh, as they attempt to retrieve the Lance of Longinus, that this it's also called the Spear of Destiny. Correct. The uh, the spear that uh, pierced Jesus Christ on the cross. They, they've got it, and in the French Alps. So they believe that um, they're going to try and get this and, and take it back. You know, it belongs in a museum. Yes. As Indiana Jones would say. Um, it's CGI face Indiana Jones. Correct. He's got an old. He's got a young man's face, but old man hands. He's he moves like an old man, but he's a, he's a young man. What do you think of CGI face Harrison Ford? Uh, and it looks fine. Mm-hmm. I guess it's 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 it's, it's interesting because obviously Harrison weirdly about Harrison. I know Harrison Ford's old, right? He's yes. like what eighties, his seventies or eighties. He's in his seventies now, I think. But it, it doesn't. Look that bad? No, no, he doesn't look that bad. Um, like I put him. I if we're going by just appearance, I put him in like maybe 50, late fifties, early sixties, something okay. like that. Fine. I don't mind it because sometimes it's necessary. Because if he looked like if he looked like older, he's eighty one. You'd, you'd yeah, exactly. So you'd kind of go. You'd you know, be like, my well, guess was seventies, so I'm underestimating. I thought him it was seventies. Well. I'm underestimating him as well. I just thought he was at least seventy five yeah. or something. He's eighty one. Goodness me! Yeah. You know what? Do you know how old John Williams is? I'm going to hazard a guess because you said that, like 90-something. Yeah, he's 91 years old. And I thought, I was looking up his, I thought, oh my goodness, he looks great. <laughs> yeah. say he's 91, he looks great. Looks like he's not even 80. Looks like, you know, he's, he's, you know, 70s as well, maybe late 70s. Yeah. Goodness me. Clearly, I've, I maybe I've not got an eye for age. Yep. Uh, but you know, Harrison Ford, he's back in the saddle again. He is. And he's rocking and roaring as Indiana Jones. Um, even when he's got a... Even when they take great care to cover his face. Yes. Put a sack over his face. Put a hat over his head. Correct. You know, cover his face somehow. Uh, I thought that was a bit egregious, but... Or put or put his CGI head on a stunt double's body. That happens as well, I think, at times. Uh, Yeah, probably. When he's on the horse. Yeah. In the parade. That's very... Yeah. Uh, CGI head on, her, on a stuntman's body. But you know what Harrison Ford has said? If he's ever doing a stunt, you're going to see his face in it. You want yep. to see his face, not a stuntman, the back of a stuntman's head. But no, instead you see your CGI face on a stuntman's head. Fair enough. Yeah, well, um, we didn't have modern tech back then. Modern tech. Modern tech. Yeah, but it's not. It's ninety. It's nineteen forty-four, Corey. <laughs> then uh, we meet um, Jürgen, Jürgen Voller, who's our villain, uh, knocking about in the background. It's yep. the Mads. It's Mads Mikkelsen. What do you think about Mads Mikkelsen? He's great. I love him. I he's know. Fantastic. He's amazing. I just think he's, he's really good. He is really good. Could you have a, you have a little scene where like um, the guy comes in with like, a little cart mm. for food and he's just kind of sat there. Um, I forget, He's like writing something down or something. I can't remember exactly what he's doing. He's writing something down, yeah. Yeah, he's just kind of sat there and he's like ominously kind of like asking this guy a question like, yeah. oh, do you, like, do you enjoy... Because um, it's like the anniversary of them. No, it's the first time I've gone to the moon or something. Yeah, it's the moon landing. Yeah, and he was talking about World War it's II. It's moon day. It? That's what it is. Moon it's day, Moon yeah, Day. It's Moon Day. Um, and he's like, oh, did you, did you enjoy your victory in the war or something? Yeah. And it's just very kind of subtly, like... Letting you know. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he's got a plan. He's confident. He's, he's got a plan in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
You know, he's actually based on an actual person, not really based on. Oh, okay. Uh, Verna, uh, her name's Werner von Braus or something. Okay. Who was um, basically did that was a Nazi um, SS officer, uh-huh. but then turned into one of the frontier people who helped them land on the moon because that's what their plan was to have Nazi scientists work on, you know, NASA's moon project. Oh, so. fair enough. And. Uh, yeah, so that's what that, that guy was actually, you know, inspired by. I don't think uh, Werner von Braus' plan was to actually to use a magical dial to transport... Go back to in time. Yeah. But, you know, whatever. Um, yeah, it's called the Antikythera. Yep. It's Archimedes' dial. Correct. Um, I like that it was given a name. Yeah. One of my things when I went to this film is I hope it's, they hope they give it a name. I hope it's not just called the Dial of Destiny or whatever. Yeah. Like the Crystal Skull is called the Crystal Skull. Um, but it's... Or, the, or you know, the, the Ark is called the Ark. It's, yep. like, it's called the Antikythera. Oh, the Antikythera. What's that? quite nice. It's, yeah, satisfying word. Yeah. Um, it's built by Archimedes, a Syracusian mathematician, to reveal the time's long fissures, allowing for possible time travel, Corey. It's a time travel story. It is. Because all the trailers were like, how is Mads Mikkelsen in 1944 and then in the future? Yeah. He must have time traveled. No, he just got really old. <laughs> he just got really old. They just like, even though Mads Mikkelsen's like, what? 50? Oh, here we go old again. Is? Here we are. How old's Mads old <laughs> Mickelson? How old are you, Mads? Yeah, he's a handsome looking 57. man. 57. Okay, oh, he's good He's good for nearly 60. He is good for nearly 60. He looks 60. dead handsome. He's, he still looks He still looks like, you know what? In Denmark, because he's Danish, yeah. he's a comedy actor. Do you know that? Did not. Whenever he's in Danish films, he's like he's like a comedy actor. He's in like he a, come, then he comes over here. He comes over here and he's like the Nazi villain. Yeah. He's like the supernatural villain. He's like the, vil- the serious villain. He's Hannibal Lecter. He's the serious villain. But in Denmark, he's like, oh, he's like you. Yeah, but maybe it's because like if if you if you go to Denmark, he's like he's just normal. He's average. If you come over here, he's just, he's just, he just looks like a scary man. <laughs> he's like he's over here. But that's the point in Denmark. <laughs> yeah. In Denmark people acting like that are just completely you're fine. You're funny. <laughs> but over here, he's like he's the scary villain. Yeah. He's the evil villain. Is, uh, like he comes over here, looks like a bomb villain. Go to Denmark, and he just looks like a normal person. Looks exactly, exactly. <laughs> so something about people in Denmark. Yeah. Um, but no, I first um, encountered Mads Mikkelsen in Casino Royale, as many people did. There we go. In my favourite Bond film, Casino Royale, and oh, I think Mads is an absolute class act. And he noticed in the credits he was and Mads Mikkelsen. Ah. He's that good now that he's got to that and level. Where yeah. It's and Mads Mikkelsen. Fantastic. Uh, Toby Jones, amazing performance as well. Yep. I'm um, not in much of this film, but really good when when he is. Uh, Toby Jones is a very sort of UK actor player. Not many. I don't think yeah. Americans would many uh, many Americans would know who Toby Jones was when they saw him. Um, a more recognisable American face might be Antonio Banderas. Correct. Who plays the friend of Indiana Jones in this and boat pilot? Yep. He plays Ronaldo, old friend of Jones, who's an expert expert diver. Correct. What's uh, it called? Like, um, Ronaldo. No, he had like a oh. nickname, didn't he? Like, the Frogman. That's it. That's what he was called. About because say, he's fish legs. Yeah, because he's French, I think, is the joke. Yeah. Um, he's a good guy who's, who's, who's he's going to die for the cause. He is. And he does die. He does. He does, he does die for the cause. He does. Um, then we have... Um, could have been saved if, could have if, been if, saved if, if her plan was quicker. Yeah, Phoebe Waller-Bridge didn't decide to take ages. <laughs> um, and we have Phoebe Waller-Bridge as Helena Shaw, Correct. who is Jones' goddaughter. And initially thought that we, she was his daughter. Yeah, that's kind of where I thought it was going. I'm glad yeah. it didn't do that. Yeah, I'm glad it didn't do that either. It's just his friend's daughter, fair enough. Yeah. Um, the filmmakers make, you know, she's very charming. She's very quick-witted. She is uh, 
you know, a pioneer, a grifter. She's yeah. a, she's more of a comedic character. Yeah. She's got um, you know, quite she's quick wit on the dialogue, snappy, and she's the daughter of uh, Basil Shaw. Yes. Um, I mean, it's great. She comes in, and you're thinking, "Oh, this is it. She's mm-hmm. she's going to bring in Jan Jones back and make him want to venture." And it's like, "No, actually, I'm going to use you now to sell this yeah, thing." Yeah, exactly. Use <laughs> him to sneak off, and she like this is in her own ways, sort of. Yeah. And Phoebe Waller-Bridge is always that kind of character. You see Fleabag, you know. You see one, you see them all, really, with Phoebe yeah. Waller-Bridge. She's that kind of, but she does it very well. She's that yes. one thing, but it's that one thing very well. It's like Mads Mikkelsen. He plays a sinister villain, or often, yeah. but he plays it very well. You know, Doctor Strange. Casino Royale, even. Rogue One, a bit, but not much. It's got yeah. a red herring, but still. Um, he plays that character, he plays that role, but he plays it very well. Same with Phoebe Waller-Bridge here. She does that comedic, kind of comic relief, but kind of serious action uh, heroine. Um, she plays it, but she plays it very well. Oh, nice. um, another person who we have here is uh, John Reese davies He's back as Correct. Salah. He's back again. Back again. It's uh, he helped him find the Ark of the Covenant in 1936 yep. and the Holy Grail. Correct. And now he's back. He's got his family with New York City. He's got um, again his grandchildren. Uh, again, John Reese davies He will appear if Nazis are around. He will appear. He's you know he's like the Nazi fighter. He's sort of the Nazi anti-Nazi. Not in the second one. Not in the fourth. Exactly. One. Appear- oh yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. He's like the. Uh- <laughs> You know, you've got to, if Nazis are around, John Reese Davis will be there to defend us. He's going to make an appearance. Exactly. If the Nazis ever come back, we know who's a call. John Reese Davis. Yeah. And my axe. You'll see him run around with a fez. And my hat. <laughs> He's a little. Uh, little fez. Little fez. Little fez. He always wears. Um, and one of my favourite John Reese Davis moments in this film is at the end of the film. Yeah. Where they say they're going to go and get ice cream. Congratulations. Also, we didn't put a spoiler warning down for this film. Oh, yeah. Sorry about that. Yes. 2023. Spoilers for a film that came out in 2023. Nobody important really dies. No. Indiana Jones doesn't die. He doesn't. Um, surprisingly. He doesn't. Yeah, surprisingly. I thought he would. I thought he might. Um, but when John Reese davis comes down the stairs and he runs, he runs like a little dwarf. Gimli's yeah. never left him. He goes like, ice cream, ice cream. Like that with his hands. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, what a charming old man. You know, I don't want yeah. him to be my granddad. He'd be so fun. He'd be so fun. He was, no, he was telling them. What was he telling them about on the way up the stairs? I think he was telling them about The Last Crusade or something. Yeah, I think so. It was some... Yeah, he was telling them about one of the films before yeah. or something. And I was like, that's the best thing. I love stuff like that. Um... Then we have um, Seanette Renee Wilson, who is fantastic as just a rare, very sort of supporting CIA agent who gets killed by Dr. Voller. Yep. But she just does really great. I really like this actress. Um, Seanette Renee Wilson, shout out to you. Um, then we have Thomas uh, Kreshman, who plays Colonel Weber, who's um, the Nazi colonel who Voller works for in You might recognize his voice or recognize him from a couple of places. Um, he played um, Baron von Strucker in okay. Avengers, and he also voiced um, Professor Z yep. in Cars Two. Nice. So, so there you go. Funny enough, two Nazis. Yep. So I don't know if this guy's been typecast or not, but uh, <laughs> hey, that we knew Professor Z wasn't a Nazi yeah. with Nazi car, but he was like a German car with like a monocle, and he yeah. spoke about. Yeah, he definitely was. He definitely was. Yeah. That means does that, does that mean World War Two happened in the Cars universe? I mean, there's a Pope. There is a Pope. That's a good point. Who knows? Was, who knows? And um, and Hall. planes. Is there like a? Is there like a? Yeah, there's a planes as well. There's a planes. There's planes. Is there like a? Um, there's not boats. No. Um, I was going to say, what's the? Uh, 
what's like the re World War Two plane, like the green, like the, the red Spitfire. Yeah, it's like a Spitfire plane or, or something. Planes. Or, I mean, hurricane. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't think there's a Spitfire hurricane okay. about. Um, there might be in the planes film. I've not watched it. That's what I mean. Is there like a? I don't watch the Cars spin-off films. Uh, um, is that a thing? And we have Boyd Holbrook as well as um, Doctor Voller's sort of second in command. Uh, he's uh, very crazy. He's very gun happy. Um, he gets his, shoots everybody. Uh, we've got um, a couple more characters here. Archimedes makes an appearance. There is a plane that's, that's roughly uh, World War based. Oh right, okay. Skipper Riley. It's a 1943 Vought F4U Corsair. Yeah, World War Two happened in the Cars universe. Yep. <laughs> World War II definitely. <laughs> Professor Z is definitely in that scene. I think. <laughs> I'm sorry, Thomas Kreschmann. My apologies. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just because you're German. Uh, now we go from... Um, in fact, he is. He's an old Navy Blue United States Navy fighter. Okay. Uh, 1969. Yeah. Elderly Indiana Jones. He lives in New York. Correct. He's retired from Hunter College. Doesn't work there anymore. Uh, he is... And he's left. And his legal separation. Marion's divorced him. Marion Ravenwood Correct. is gone. Uh, Mutt Williams is dead. Yeah, spoilers, he's died. He's de- his own son in the whole film, they're setting up, he nearly gets the hat at the end, yeah. but Indiana's like, ah, oh, it's still my hat, and it yeah. was still his hat. It was. Yeah. No one else is touching that hat. Nope. Unless you're short round. Like, yeah, unless short, short round, round can do it. Wears it and has it and, and holds it, but whatever. If you're not short round, no one else can touch it. Nope. Apart from short round. Yeah. And him. Nope. Mutt is gone. No, Mutt is gone. Mutt is dead. Uh, that which is just... A complete chop on Shia LaBeouf, isn't it? Yeah. Hey, you, 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 you trash the film, your character dies. That's what you get. It's like Steven, Sp- Steven Spielberg is very ruthless with that kind yeah. of thing. He did it to Megan Fox as well in Transformers. In all fairness, though, yeah, yeah. it did help a um, little bit of character bonding between the two of them. Because having a nice conversation, what is it? She asked him if you can go back in time, what's the one thing that would change? And he says he he would. He would, yeah. Yeah. It's like, was Tell it? his son not to enlist. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like nice little because then she you know, she realizes wait yeah. a minute this guy isn't you know invincible he's not whatever he's so it it, it fits it's not like he's just gone nah <laughs> get rid of you nah nah I'd go back a few weeks ago and tell myself remember the milk when I go shopping you know not something like that you know um, it's not like an in it's not like a linear thing it's yeah. like I try and save my son's life which yeah. is good I'd say that he did develop a relationship with his son yep. from nineteen um. Is it 57? So he did spend a good 10, 10 or so years with him. Yes. So there you go. That must have been something. Yep. I do also like with this film, the and I think Crystal School, like you mentioned before in the episode, went through the whole, like, we're going to make jokes about Indiana Jones being older. Yeah, they do it here. This leans well. into it more. Yeah. And I like that. Because um, this also leans into Indiana Jones isn't quite what he used to be. Yeah, yeah. Like, you have the bits where, like, it would be, like, the heroic part is a bit where Salah shouts, give him hell, Indiana Jones, and then he nearly gets hit by a car. Yeah, he just... <laughs> he goes, give him hell, Indiana Jones! And he goes, he turns around and he goes, yeah, and then the car goes, <laughs> like, oh! Yes, yeah. Yeah. All that bit where he's squaring up to all those arms dealers. Yeah. And Voller and everyone. And he's like, get, get back, everyone, get back! <laughs> he gets the whip out and they all just draw guns on him immediately. Yeah. But like they pull the sword gun yeah. trick with him. And he's yeah. like, what? And he has to hide under the table as they're all shooting. Yeah. There's you know, there's a bit where he's climbing the rocks and he's like, I can't do it. It's like, what is it? Like, something about you've, you've been years of like climbing, you've been got a bad back or something. Bad back, yeah. He said, you've never drank the blood of Kali. You know? <laughs> yeah. You've never been shot by your father, you know? <laughs> yeah. 
and he's climbing, he's climbing up the rocks. Yeah, exactly. It's the you know, he's too old for this crap. He is. He's too old for it. He's like, oh, it, I'm you, back again. Spoilers. You get that at the end where Indiana Jones is like shot. Yeah, he's shot and hurt and gonna die. Yeah, and so he's laying there, and it's like, oh, okay, this man is now. <laughs> He's pretty much in he peril. himself, yeah, to his fate. Yeah. Uh, of course, the plot revolves around the um, Antikythera. Yep. Uh, they find it on the train. They, they flash forward after they loot it out, out the train. I love uh, a good flash forward. Half of the dial. You do the half of the dial to complete the time travel yes. uh, thing. So it's 1969. It runs into um, the, it runs into a goddaughter, Helena Shaw, and they try to head off together to find the rest of the dial. Yeah. They're chasing the subway. Um, they get they meet Salah again, and they go to the in Tangier because Helena escapes with the piece of the dial. Yeah, for Tangier, uh, but then Jürgen Voller arrives, and he wants it. I like the snappy dialogue they have. Yep. You know, hey, you stole this thing, and Voller goes, "Well, you stole it." They go, "Everyone's sort of stealing stuff off each other." And meanwhile, um, this new this new character who is uh, Teddy, which yes. is a nice name, Teddy Kumar. He's played by Ethan Isidore, uh, who he wants to learn to fly a plane. You yep. see him at the start trying to, with the sort of dial, pretend dials and stuff. Pretend yeah, there's a bit of that. There's a bit, um, I think, like the helicopter goes past and he tells them what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, little bits like that. Mm. Little bits like that. There is a nice little ragtag of people in this. Yes, I like, I like. you know, I love a ragtag team. In John Jones, always needs like, you know, like short round and, yeah, yeah. and um, his dad, mm. <laughs> some kind of companion to bounce off. Mm. Um, he's got two in this. Yeah, I've got two. And I like a two. I like a ragtag team. It's like that D and D feeling. I yeah. never don't compare everything to D and D, but I like D and D. But it's like that D and D theme where you've got the the small guy who can fit through the you know cracks and crevices. He's quick. He can fly. Yeah. He can got the tech te- the tech skills. Then you've got the uh, you know the archaeology. He's a bit aging. He's a bit out of his prime, but he's trying to step back into the saddle. And but he's still got the skills. He can fight and stuff. Yeah. And then you've got the the more um, like a quick witted, the smart one who can do the intelligence stuff like that, and you can like outsmart but like slip around that yeah. kind of stuff. Like the rogue, that's fun. I love a ragtag team together. Yes, like a party. It's like a party, you know. Yeah, heading out on a great adventure, and that's fantastic. I like that the tuk tuk chase against the car. That was fun. That well, was fun. Tuk it's like is it? It's, it's, it's tuk tuk. Yeah. yeah, the tuk tuk against the car chase. That was great. Um, where the CIA intercepts Vola. Uh, on on his sort of on the helicopter, yeah. But then the car is like chasing through the streets and then like bouncing up and down. Well, yeah, because you've like... got the tuk tuk that's trying to chase Volo. You've then got them being chased by like, the mafia. The mafia, oh yeah, the mafia who wants <laughs> Helena. Yeah, because Helena's like illegal private auction has been ran by you know it was ran by she was running it off someone else. Yeah, and that someone turns up. Yeah, and she's like engaged to the engaged mafia to boss him. or yeah, some kind to the of mafia boss. Yeah, yeah. So they're chasing after them. Mm. Meanwhile, they're trying to get to Volo. Yeah. And, and they're, they're all trying to get the yeah. they're trying to get the dial yeah, yeah they're trying to get the dial. So then they they track Waller over to Greece and they head up with Ronaldo who can take them down to the uh, sea diver to Correct. get um the is it the map to where the other piece of the thing is the Graphicos it's called yes we're trying to get the Graphicos tablets um, um containing directions to the dials of a half correct which at this point. Even though this film came out before episode, and you also mentioned this, yeah, and I was hoping you'd mention this. Eels, yeah. They stole my joke, which we didn't because it they came st- out afterwards. Well, no, but they technically they may not have stolen your joke, but your joke was we predated the yeah. joke. Um, yeah. Because there's a joke in this where they're about to dive down from on Ronaldo's boat. They're yes. about to go down to get the Graphicos in the shipwreck. 
and they say, "What's down there?" Indiana Jones says, "Yeah, because they goes, can they can see something like flopping like in the water, yeah, in the, the ocean water moving a bit, flopping around." They go, "What's down there?" And Teddy goes, "Ah, eels." Yeah, and every, people in my cinema laughed because they knew the joke was coming. Yeah. Someone said, "Teddy said, oh, eels," and the people in my cinema were like chocolate, and I was like, "Oh, we know what's coming." Yeah, and then. Indiana Jones was like eels they're like sea snakes and everyone's like yeah sea snakes why'd it have to be snakes why'd it have to be eel why'd it have to be eels and that's exactly what I said when we did the eel joke yes it was about the trip to Atlantis you know avast Indiana we're going down the water to the eels and watch out those eels they're like sea snakes nice I need to get attacked by the eels well, there's loads of them. There's loads of them. They pop out of that skeleton, yeah. pop out of the skull. I think that's a really cool visual. Gets attacked by them. They eventually get out of there and mm. they go up to the ship. Oh, I've got it. They've got what they came for. Oh, oh no. wait a minute. We've been overtaken. Yeah, here comes here comes Voller <laughs> and his team in, in the boat. Yeah. Fancy boat. And I like Voller's little outfits. I've got to say, there's a lot of nice little outfits in this. Yeah. I didn't mention it for Crystal Skull. True. But people are wearing fancy outfits in Crystal Skull. But I like the fancy outfits in this because Indiana Jones, he gets to wear his suit. And he's like little. He's got his little vest. His little. Yep, he's a teacher. His little glasses on. He's, he's in fact he's just retired as a teacher. Yeah, yeah. Um, Helena has loads of cool outfits. She's got really nice trousers, and like her, I like a little sort of beat. Not her like beach gear, but like her when it's you know they go to ta- they go to um, Greece, and when they're in the when they're in the tuk tuk chase in Tangier. Yeah. They wear. She's wearing like white trousers and and kind of like those classic old. Um, Indiana Jones like boots that Indiana yeah. Jones used to wear, you know, that's fun. And I like um Teddy's like fancy shirts and stuff. And Jürgen Voller wears like cool like um cool three piece suits and stuff and like little glasses and things like that. And he's got his hair slicked over. I quite like that. Everyone wears really cool fancy outfits in this. And I really like that. And I was gonna mention it for Crystal Skull, but I think we were too busy talking about just the stuff in the film that I kind of overtook the, the outfit discussion. Probably. So, mm? said probably. Okay, probably. Might have overlooked the outfit discussion, but we can talk about the outfit discussion here because everyone's got cool outfits. Um, we do indeed. For um, they, however, they've got the graphicos. Yeah. There's a bit of subterfuge yep. involved. There's a bit of dynamite, but they managed to escape with the graphicos and they're heading over to Sicily because that's where the, where the second dial is. They enter the era of Dios something Dionysus like that. or whatever. Um, Jones and Dionysus. There was a dinosaur down there. Jones and Helena. There's a dinosaur down Ar- there. Archimedes's tomb. The dial second half. It's this in the works. tomb. It doesn't work. In the tomb. And also in there, there's a wrist. He's wearing a watch. What? Yes, he is. There's propellers on the image of the on the image of the phoenix. Yep. How does that work? I love this because there is always a discussion. This is distracting me now. There is always a discussion. The helicopter and hieroglyphics. Going to do an odd job here. Just kill someone. Um, no, yeah, because there's a whole thing of like, oh, there's like a hieroglyphic thing. It's like, oh, that's a, that's a plane. That's, oh, a oh, that's, that's a watch. It's the helicopter, isn't it, in the hieroglyphics? Yeah. And it's like, I think it's like, no, it's just like the stone being used multiple times or something. I, I yeah, it's hieroglyphics it over each other, I yeah. think it was, that forms the... Um, but now they've gone... Let's just put rest into the thing. Yeah, let's just put. I really like that though. It's I really a like dragon. It's, yeah, it's a dragon. I like they call it a dragon because it was trailing <laughs> smoke. So yeah. I don't understand why. If you didn't train smoke, it was fire. Well, it was fire. Fire, but, you know, fire, it was... but you know, people were dying to yep. you know airborne attack. Yeah. Um, but no, it was um, 
they have propellers on the Phoenix, and then he's wearing a 20th century wristwatch on his arm. He's like, what's happened there? Yeah. But then here comes Jürgen Voller. They capture him. I like how the bad guys keep winning. I know that's going to sound a bit bad to say, yeah. but I like villains that are actually competent. Yes. Okay? I don't like idiots. Yep. Because often in Indiana Jones films, the bad guys will be so inept or so yes. idiotic, they either need Indiana Jones or they keep chasing him for yep. some stupid reason. But this is like... Voller's got a plan. Yep. Voller's calculated man. He's sinister. He's got a plan. He knows what he wants to do. He knows how to get there. He's a bit advantageous at times, yes. but okay. And that's just necessary to the story. Yeah. I mean, because also, like, you've got you've got a part where I'm on a boat, and he's like, he watches them go away, and he's yeah. like, they're not heading to, like, they're not going east, they're, yeah, they're going, going west. They're going east, they're going west. Or the way around. They think they've tricked him. That's yeah. What they, they think they've tricked him, but he sees they're going the opposite way, so we'll, go, we'll follow them. We'll follow them. So that's that's a good idea. And, and in all fairness, hmm? Voller only fails. Not even his fault. You're right. It is because really. It's his not fault. his fault because 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 Indy goes, oh, uh, Archimedes doesn't account for continental drift, and you're thinking, oh, it's the '80s, but it's not even that. It was just meant to go to Archimedes anyway. Yeah, like, no yeah. matter what you did, that's where you end up. So it's not even Voller's fault. It's Archimedes' fault. <laughs> exactly. It wasn't even his fault. <laughs> but um, I think wasn't. I think he made up that excuse, or he didn't know he was trying to trick. Voller yeah, to I not think go he was. Yeah, well, I think in his head he was trying to make them turn around. Yeah, and then eventually he realizes, wait a minute. You've rigged it to we always come back, yeah, so that we always end up here, yeah, yeah, um, for whatever reason. But Archimedes needs help or whatever. He's, I don't know, he never sold us, no, he doesn't. He needs a, he needs a wristwatch, <laughs> he needs Voller's watch, he needs Voller's watch for some reason. <laughs> However, yes, that is pl- Voller's plan. Also, I'm just going to mention when that big, um, when the big Nazi goon gets taken down by Teddy mm. and they land in the water and they swim away, yep. um, Voller's just like, leave them, yeah. <laughs> And I appreciate that's fair, that's fair. Yeah. How are you going to get them back? They're going down the river. Yeah. You know, his henchman tries to go and Voller's just like, no, leave him, go. Yeah. So that's fair enough. Yeah. He's like, that guy drowned down there. Yeah, he did, because he got, got handcuffed like a gate yeah, or something, yeah. Onto the thing, and he's like, blah, 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 blah. Like, that guy just drowned. Dead. Teddy's ruthless, man. It is. Teddy is ruthless. Teddy <laughs> doesn't give a Doesn't give a line. Nope. Um, but Voller's plan is to take a German bomber Correct. back to 1939 yes. to assassinate Adolf Hitler. Yeah, he apparently will help Germany win the war. Yeah, because in his own mind, he's like, I know the mistakes he made. So if I can, if I can take over, yeah, we will, we won't make those mistakes it, because I've seen how it works I'll out, do, and I will be able to win for the Nazis. Yeah. I love also the fact that like when he, when Indiana Jones asks him like, where would you go? Mm. And he's he's not expecting him to say because I forgot where he says he says he will go back to. Um, where is it? What? what was his line? Who's talking here? Voller. Voller. Because he asked him, where would you go back in time? And he's trying to, I think he's trying to figure out, like, why right, he's okay. doing it. And I think he says, like, oh, I'm going back to, like, Alabama. So if yeah. It's some weird, like... Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Because he says that's where he's from. He says he's from the University of yeah. Alabama, doesn't he? Yeah, because then, yeah. then he, re- he tells Indiana Jones that his plan is to take over Hitler. Take he wants to then take yeah. his place. To hit, I think his plan was to, was to miss, hit Hitler with a missile or something. Something like that. And then that way they, he can like blame it on the West yeah. and then say that, that it was like America or the UK and then he can take over the Nazis. Part of me thought he was going to lead into the whole thing of like, what is that? You know, uh, I believe this is an actual thing. That one guy would try to like, um, what is it? There's one Nazi that tried to, I think, plant a bomb in like a meeting or something. Right, okay. And it nearly... Yeah, nearly did. But it didn't work. Thing, it didn't work. Yeah, I think so. I Part of me was thinking, is this where this is going to go? Is Voller going to be the guy that like, tries, oh, tries to put a bomb in the room Maybe. and it doesn't happen? Um, 
Um, but they they have to use the fissure. They have to use they the act, they get the other half of the dial. Yep. They, it, they forges it together. Yep. He turns it on. It does. And the dial activates. And it's able to activate the time travel portal. Fissure turns up. They take the bomb plane through. Yes. And they go right. 1939 Sicily, same place. Yep. Let's head there. But no. They've travelled in time, they've travelled too far. Yes. It's the Battle of Syracuse. Well, immediately they think they're there. Not Syracuse, New York. Katie, yes. whoever that, that girl, do you remember that? Yeah. But the girl was like, oh, it is. Like, it's not Syracuse, New York. No. Syracuse, Sicily. Yes. Um, but no, they, they think they've made it. Yes. And we're like, they're, they're like, well, we've won, we've done it. And then they eventually yeah. real, and then like, we look outside. I love outside. their celebration, how it immediately turns to nothing. They yeah. go, yeah, we've done it. And Vola's like patting him on the back and stuff. They're like hugging. Yeah. And then suddenly it's like a cannonball, just like, yeah, like a flaming... Like a, yeah. You know, whatever they... F- it's like tar, whatever they shoot, isn't yeah. it? Like a catapult a catapult ball. There's like that. Out the window. They look outside and they're like... <laughs> old wooden Roman, ships. Yeah, Roman ships and stuff like that. And they're like, it's immediately... But yeah. also, Voller's screaming of, I cannot stay here, I cannot stay here. You know what he was doing that? I love how he's like had a mental breakdown or something. <laughs> he sat there in the plane like this. Yeah. And then he's screaming at the pilots, I cannot stay here, I cannot stay here. It's it's the whole thing of like, he's now realised, one, he's got it wrong, yeah. two, he's pretending, because they're like, oh, we need to go back, but like, I haven't got enough fuel to go back yeah, or something. Yeah, we need to turn around, yeah. Um, and now he's trying to figure out what... The and that one guy's just shooting people out the, out the plane. Yeah. He's got like an M4 and he's just gunning people down outside the plane meanwhile Teddy's in the plane Teddy's which the eventually plane the other guy wakes up oh yeah who owns the plane he's like on board I thought he was he's, like a Nazi soldier I he's like he sleeping in him. the plane yeah. or something I guess and then he wakes up it's and he's like time. you've hijacked my plane he's like where are we and then he just goes along with it I thought he was like a Nazi and they were going to have to fight in the plane I guess then the guy, a... but then the guy just seems to be such a random guy yeah I guess he probably just like owns the airfield or something oh yeah, yeah. random man yeah and then but they're on the tail of the German bomber yes Flying around, and they have. But then the German bomber crashes. Wait, no, they, do they jump out? Oh yeah, they do because because Helena's inside the plane. Yeah, they jump she out. In. They jump out and end up jumping out with a parachute. Parachuting down, don't they? Because then Teddy goes there, my friends, we to pick them up. Yeah, or something. they parachute and they meet the real Archimedes. Correct. And then as the plane just, and I thought it was a bit underwhelming for uh, Jürgen Voller to die in a plane crash. But yeah. Plane crashes happen. And people I die. also love the fact that so, like they're all parachuting down. This one Roman soldier sees them as a slam. The parachute. I'm gonna kill the guys over there. It's like they've come out with dragon. I'm gonna go get them. And then yeah. like Archimedes, like is it Archimedes? He's Archimedes' friend. Yeah, he's got a bow and arrow. Shoots him. Shoots him. Yeah. And then he's and like, they, oh, this dive I can't finish. Oh, you finished it for me. Thank exactly. You. <laughs> and then they they find all the bodies, and then all the yeah. you know Jürgen Voller's body is completely torched. Yeah. It's like crisp. Crispy Mads Mikkelsen. Yeah. I wonder if that's like... There was a bit in Hannibal. I'm going to tell you a bit now. Okay. In Hannibal's third season, there one of the villains, Mason Verger, has a dream of Hannibal being cooked alive. And to do that, they use his body. But obviously, mm-hmm. they don't set Mads Mikkelsen on fire. Yeah. Um, they made a life-size cast of Mads Mikkelsen. Okay. His entire body. And then they set that on fire. And then they it was like roasted. The joke was that he's going to roast Hannibal Lecter and yep. eat him. Um, so they had a roasted Mads Mikkelsen body. <laughs> And I wonder if it was a similar case here. Possibly. Either they've covered Mads Mikkelsen in prosthetic makeup. Yeah. Or they've got a Mads Mikkelsen-shaped doll, a Mads Mikkelsen-sized, life-sized doll, and just, you know, burned it and put it in an Nazi uniform. Yeah. However, um, the villains are defeated. I did think it was a bit underwhelming to kill him in a plane crash, but okay. Yeah. Again, um, you could have trapped him there. That would have been like a yeah. nice. Again, he gets killed by the Romans or similar, something. Similar, I guess, to Crystal Skull, where it's like there wasn't really that big kind of. No, the villain kind of yeah. goes away. I guess yeah. plane crash, alien, death yeah. ray. Yeah. The uh, 
Archimedes takes his takes his watch, of course, <laughs> yeah. and gets the uh, the dial. But then I initially thought they are going to leave me. I don't think I was like I've been shot here. You know, leave me. I'm gonna die. I've got to die in history. He wants to be a part of history. Yes. But then Helen was like, no, I'm not taking that. Yeah. And there was a great sigh of relief when she punched him in the face and it went to black. And everyone was like, oh, thank goodness he's not dying. You know, yeah. punch him in the face, take him back to, to 1969. Correct. Uh, in the plane, thanks to Teddy's amazing skills. Yep. And Teddy was kind of like Helena's short round. Pretty much. If Helena is indie. Yeah. Uh, he's got his hat back. Salah's back. It's all well as well with the world. Here comes Marion Ravenwood. He's back as well. Yeah. And it's just, and the, the the whole series has a little bow on it. It does. And that's it now. Don't touch it anymore. No. It's nice and happy and safe and together. Yep. Just leave it. It's fair. We've got a few things to do, Corey, before yeah. we round out this um, episode. The first thing we're going to do is give Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny a real rating. Okay. I. What would you say? So I, I quite enjoyed this film. Okay. I did. Um, And I would say in terms of uh, in terms of just films in general, it's good fun. Mm-hmm. In terms of Vinny Dan Jones, it's solid. Yeah. Um, I would rate it somewhere in the realm of about 7.5. Okay. I'm going to give it an 8.5. Interesting. I, I, I really enjoyed it. I think it was really... I think it was Again, it was, good day, could push it up to an 8. It was an Indiana Jones film. Yeah, and Nothing's wrong with that. Yeah. I don't think Crystal Skull was really an Indiana Jones film, but I've had parts of it. In fact, what did I give Crystal Skull? I gave it a six. Indiana, this was an Indiana Jones film. In fact, this is you know, remember, this is two, This was like Last Crusade quality, and this I could is, do with Last Crusade quality. This is two more better than two more, yeah. Than Crystal Skull. So I'll I give Crystal Skull a five. Yeah. It's three up from I'll, I'll give it an eight, so it'll be two up for me. Right. I'm eight I've eight point five then for me. Okay. And I think it's an I think it's a really solid Indiana Jones adventure. This yes. should be an Indiana Jones adventure. Could it round out the series? It's a bit like Return of the Jedi, as in Return of the Jedi isn't as good as Empire Strikes Back, but it's good in itself. Yes, and I think this isn't good as Raiders, but I think it's good in itself. Correct. And it's about Last Crusade for me. I think round about there. Yep. Um. So that's what I'm going to give it. I'm going to give it an eight point five reels. Nice. Um. I'm very happy with Dallasney. The critics, the critics' reception, I did not understand. Uh, because I don't really know what they were expecting. Yeah. Because it is, it's an Indiana Jones. It's an Indiana Jones adventure. You know, get all of them. It's great. Uh, so shall we um, actually rank the Indiana Jones films? That's what our that was our plan. Okay. Now, despite this film getting fifty-eight out of a hundred um, on Metacritic, and a, and a Rotten Tomatoes score of sixty-nine out of one well, day, that sixty-nine isn't bad. Nice. It's over um, over halfway. So. Yeah. Okay. So, okay, if we're going to rank them, how are we doing? Do we do it one by one? Uh, as in like five, so we go up five, four, three, two, one, as in both yeah, say five, yeah. both say four, both say three. I've got to say two. the word of number five for I me. I think they're both going to be the same. Crystal Skull. Yeah. <laughs> That's the obvious one. Right, four, four. I think for me, four is this one. Okay, I'm going to put I'm gonna put Temple of Doom there. Sorry. Okay, that's fair. Um, three for me... Then I'd say three for me would be this would be Dial of Destiny. <sighs> I might get controversial. I might put Raiders as three. Oh, okay. Can you can you explain that? Uh because I like it. I think it's fun and it's really good. But I think for a serious Indiana Jones movie, mm-hmm. 
Um, I think Last Crusade's better. All right, I'm going to go... Temple Doom's second for me. Dial at three. Yeah. Number two is Last Crusade. I'm going to put Raiders at number one. One's Last Crusade for me. Uh, what is Last Crusade for yeah. you? I thought Temple of Doom. I it's thought Temple changed. Doom was your favourite. Wow. After re-watching him, it's changed. That's very, I'm glad we've done that, Corey. I'm glad we've shifted your opinion here. Your, Last Crusade is your... I would probably put Last Crusade and Temple of Doom on equal. But okay. if, I, if I had to pick one, I think I would pick Temple of Doom. Uh, amazing, amazing. Um, I'm so glad that Last Crusade's got off for you. I'm, I'm, I'm happy about that. And we've given it a real rating. And we've, we we've ranked our Indiana Jones films. Uh, now we might come back to to Dial of Destiny in a bit, perhaps when more comes out about the film, we might do a do a second part. I'd I'd be happy to. Um, but overall, I think we've gotten a positive review from us from the real guys. Correct. Now, a weekly rec, Corey, yes. is what we need. And what have you got ready for us? So this might be it for a while. In terms of this, I'm going to go on a big. Big bang. Okay. Big bonanza. Right. Uh, this one is is got a bit of a better connection than last week's. Okay. Kind of. Um. Go on. Okay. So, Dino Destiny. Yeah. Who are the villains? The Nazis are the villains. Correct. So let's say uh, Jürgen Voller. Yeah. So let's say uh, Nazis. Right. I sat down one day. The Nazis sat down. One day. Um, yeah. I can I can imagine it now. Got a spare. Half an hour before before a meeting. Okay, and that's all right. They decide to uh, play a game. Okay, They've I don't got, know where this is going. Got some dice. Dice. Okay. Got about uh, five dice specifically. Right. Okay. They so roll, I might know they what game they're playing. Roll the dice. Oh, I've got I've got three three fives. I roll the other two. I've got okay. another five. Roll one more. They get five fives, and they will shout. Yatsi. Yeah, okay. I thought you were going to... Because it sounds like Nazi. Yeah. <laughs> so right. actually, they might shout, Nazi. Yeah, you don't want to shout Nazi, Corey. <laughs> so I'm recommending Yatsi. Okay. However, it's house rules. There's a twist. House rules. What's, a little the, twist. what's the twist? One of them... Why? Yeah. So yes. one one of them... So let's say we're, let's say we're playing Yatsi. Okay, yeah. You would be blindfolded. I would be. I would roll the dice. I'd be like, ooh. As you can see, I can't. I've got... Three twos. I roll it again. I've got I've got a Yatsi. Yeah. Now you can't see what I've got. No. So you would have to say if I'm if I'm bluffing or if I'm telling the truth. Okay, okay. That's the whole point of the game. Wow. It's, an, it's an hour long and it's good fun. It is good fun. I love I love a good bluff. I love a good game of bluff. Yep. Corey, a game of bluff is one of my favourite games. Among us, um what's Go on. the game where you all close eyes and someone's been murdered? You try to figure out the killer is not wink. Not um. Do you mean one playing like drama in like secondary school? No, no. Like, it's, it's called a wink, wink murder or whatever. What? <laughs> that's what you play in secondary school. It's no, like it's not murder. a name though. It's like there's actually a game where like oh, play, okay. it's like called Town Something or whatever. Oh, okay. You've got um. There's a there's a werewolf one like that as well. Yeah, werewolf. I think it's called that. I think it's something about that. Yeah. Um, it's like well, like everyone goes to sleep and then a werewolf murders someone and then someone's murdered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you've got to figure out the murder is. I love that. I love a good game of bluff, Corey. A yeah. game of bluff is one of my favourite games. There was a game we used to play called Traitor, where it was like you'd have mission yep. cards. Yeah. You've played it before. And then you have like, someone would fail the mission. The mission could success or failure, but a traitor has to try and fail the mission. Yes. But figure out who the traitor is. But you can select people for the mission to select who a traitor would be. Yeah. But sometimes as a traitor, you want the mission to succeed, so it gets blame off you. So, oh, it's such a... Oh. I love a good game of bluff. Yeah. I love a good bluffing game. 
not that I'm a talented liar, I just like the deception. <laughs> yeah. I like the deception and the sneaky tactics. That's fun. Um, or or the, or the detective type where you're trying mm. to figure out who it is, who's the traitor or the killer, or that's the best. And what would you rate Yahtzee but you're lying from parts of unknown with Sullivan Bow Brown and Adam Blampier? House rules. Uh, I'll, I'll, no, I'm going to give it a high. It's the last one. It's the last one. Give it a high. Give it a nine. Wow. Whack it up. Nine. I whoa, bet, whoa, I bet you didn't yet see this coming. I did. I did not yet see that. There you go. I, I made, I'm fantastic. <laughs> fantastic. Anything else before we end up? Yes. Not re- no, not particularly. <laughs> Any uh, more jokes on you? I did not yet see one-liners. that coming. No. Okay. No. Thank you very much for watching and listening to our review of uh, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Recent one, but I think we're very happy with it, and that also rounds out. The end of our Indiana Jones series, Corey. Yes, it does. It'll be sad to see it go. We've had some good times. We have. I think it's time to finally say, Avast ye, Indiana! We're going down to the sea! And and bring back all the favourites, Corey. All the Nazi names and all the pirate stories. All the snakes and all the hats. What would it be called if pirates played Yahtzee? Yahtzee! Uh, no, I was going to say Yahtzee, because oh. of Yahtzee. We have two different ones. Both work. Both work. Yahtzee do work. And so Put them does... together. Yahtzee. Yahtzee! <laughs> that's, what, that's, how the, that's how the pirates introduce the sea. They go, Yahtzee! <laughs> Amazing. Thank you, thank you very much Great. for um, watching and listening to our review of Indiana Jones and the Dark Destiny and the end of our Indiana Jones series. Correct. Uh, it's been it's been fun. We should do like a box set or something. Yeah. An omnibus is what we need. It's called an omnibus. There we go. We need an omnibus of Indiana Jones reviews where they're all one back back to back. Yeah, that'd be great. Uh, thank you very much. It is a goodbye from me. Goodbye and a goodbye from Corey. Goodbye.